ready to give your fur baby the absolute best life possible and live your very best life too? Break free from the chains of the physical, mental, and emotional challenges that can limit you and your pets to feeling stuck and struggling, and instead finally experience what you were both meant to, a life unleashed. If you're a pet parent, one of the biggest factors in your vacation planning is making sure your pets are going to have just as much fun on your vacation as you are, whether they're coming with you or they're staying with a boarder. Uh, that also includes staying with grandma or they're staying at home and you're having a pet sitter come in. You want to make sure they are having a fantastic time. And, you know, the whole point of vacation is to get away from all the stress that's been weighing you down and finally relax and reset back to your best you. And that's what we want for our fur babies too. We want them to relax and be at their very best too, whether they're coming with us or they're staying behind. We want them to have the best time. So what can you do no matter where your pet is going to be while you're on vacation, how can you make sure that they are going to have just as good of a vacation time as you are? We want to make sure that we plan this right. So let's dive on in. What if your pet is staying at home or you're boarding them? What if they are not coming with you. How can you make sure that they're going to have a great low stress time, as low stress as possible? Well, especially if this is your first trip away in a while or your first trip away since you've adopted them, you can build up their experience of being home or being at the border without you. So for the ones who are going to be staying home and having a pet sitter come over, start leaving the house for longer periods of time and a little bit longer and a little bit longer. You can even book an overnight stay at a local hotel and have your pet sitter come by while you're gone. You're not very far. If something happens, you can pop right back. You don't even have to miss work, but it starts to get them familiar with what it's like to be home without you home. If you're going to have a pet sitter come in, have them come do a meet and greet with your fur baby, especially if it's somebody you're hiring who hasn't you know, come over to visit before. Have them come over and do a meet and greet with your fur baby while you're home so that your pet can associate, okay, this person is cool with mom and dad. They're not here to rob the place. Great. And then start to have them come over while you're home and then you leave. Maybe you just you know go down the hall. Maybe you pop out of the house to go mess around in the garden. Maybe you go and grab a cup of coffee and come back while your pet sitter is still in the house. Then building up to having your pet sitter come over just for a quick visit while you're not home. Build up to your pet getting familiar with this person being there to be there for them when you're not there. Now, how about the 
the the fur babies that are getting boarded. You know, they're they're going off to to whatever boarding facility you like to use. A lot of them, a lot of those facilities will do happy visits where you can bring your pet and and just get to say hi to the staff and get to get loved on by the staff. And then they come right back home with you. You don't even drop them off. So they can start to get used to, okay, this is a place that's cool with mom and dad. And when I come here, I get loved on and I might get some treats. And that's it. Great. No shots happened. There weren't thermometers in rude places. Fabulous. By the way, you can also do this with a lot of vet offices. You can also do happy visits with vet offices where they just come in and get loved on and then go home and nothing rude or mean happens to them so that they can get used to, okay, this is a cool place to be and maybe they won't freak out as much when they go to the vet. Same principle with the boarding facility you're taking them to. You can go for a happy visit and they start to get familiar with the folks there. They start to get familiar with all the sounds and the smells and what all is around for them to check out. Then the next step there is see if that boarding facility will do a couple hours of daycare. Do some doggy daycare or some kitty daycare where you drop them off for a couple of hours and then come pick them up and then start to build up longer periods of time. Getting them familiar with where they're going to be while you're gone. So that's not new and scary. And oh my gosh, where did mom go? I don't know what's happening. Who are these people? Yikes. No, getting them familiar with it, keeping them comfortable with it. And last, what about our fur babies that are going on that road trip with you? We want to make sure that not only are they going to have a good time and be unstressed mentally and emotionally, we also want to make sure that they are taken care of physically. So when they're in the car with you, especially if you're doing a road trip, we want to make sure that they are physically safe. Now in the car, we might put physical safety a little higher than the immediate short-term emotional and mental uh, satisfaction for them. They might be a little unhappy if you're tethering them to the seatbelt. But it's so important because it's not about how safe of a driver you are. I know you've heard this. It's about what could happen that's out of your control. So the best way to prevent something bad coming up because of something that's out of your control is to have a good handle on what is in your control. There are so many great products out there right now, and I'm not affiliated with any of them, but I have seen so many cool things out there now for road trip safety for your pets, whether that's a cat carrier that attaches to the seatbelt to where if you have a sudden and unplanned stop, they're not going to go flying to crates that have anchor points to the various anchor points in your car so that they're going to stay nice and safe and, and stationary. 
to even different harnesses and gear that your pet can wear, that maybe they can even still move around a little bit in the car and stretch their legs a little bit, but they're going to stay safe and secure. The little ones aren't going to accidentally get underneath your feet when you need to press the the, the brake pedal all of a sudden, and they're going to be nice and secure in case there is a very sudden and unplanned stop. Another thing to think about on vehicle safety, on road trip safety for pets, is if something happens to you, and okay, we got the car stopped, great. If something happens to you or if something happens to the door to where you cannot open it, from the inside and someone else has to open the vehicle from the outside. We want to make sure that the pet is not going to take off in that high stress, high adrenaline environment. Because if something like that happens and you can't get out of the car without some external assistance, it's probably going to be a high adrenaline event for you and for your fur baby because they read what you are putting out because you are lead dog. You are top cat. They will pick up on what you are throwing out. And those emotions are contagious and they catch fast. So those high adrenaline events, what does adrenaline do? It's fight or flight. So there are so many stories out there of something happened on the road and somebody needed to get into a vehicle from the outside. And as soon as that door came open, that fur baby with all that adrenaline spiked up took off because the fight or flight kicked in. and. They went with flight. And now we got a challenge of needing to find them and get them back safely. Best way to prevent that is making sure that they are secure inside the vehicle so that when somebody opens up that door from the outside to help you and to help them, they're going to be safe because they're not going to be able to take off. Safety is so, so important. Okay. Now that we have this awesome safety gear, Start practicing it. Start practicing car rides with your fur baby for a short trip, especially if they're not used to car rides or if they're used to car rides, but they're not used to having the gear. Start getting them used to a quick trip around the block, a quick trip up to your favorite coffee shop that may or may not do puppuccinos, also known as a cup full of whipped cream. Getting, you know, taking them up to, I think the bank drive throughs still have treats that they hand out to the fur babies if they see them in your car. That's an option. Taking them for longer and longer trips. You know, take them up for a nice Sunday drive for an hour or two. Looking at the flowers, looking at the leaves springing up, looking at the errand children running across the fields. <laughs> Do we still have fields? There's not too many fields left these days. But getting them used to longer car rides with the gear that you plan to use on that big road trip for their safety so they can get used to it. You can work out the kinks of how to use it too. And everybody can start to get familiar with being safe and with those long road trips, human and fur baby. And if your fur baby is going to be going on some fun excursions with you, one of my pet patients loves to go on hikes with his human mom. You want to make sure that they are well equipped with any kind of safety and protective gear that they need for those excursions. So when he goes on hikes, especially if it's going to be somewhere with some rough terrain, 
his mom has trained him to wear booties to keep his paws safe from getting cut up or burnt on hot sand, on sharp rocks on a mountainside, on sharp rocks on a riverbank. And he's great with them. He's gotten used to wearing life vests when they go out on a lake. Because he's not exactly the greatest swimmer. But he has gotten used to all of this gear to the point where he gets excited when his mom puts it on. He's like, oh, yeah, we're going on adventure now. Sweet. Let's go. So if you're going to be taking them on excursions, you want to make sure that their gear is up to snuff for what it is you're going to be doing so that they can stay safe. And just like everything else, start to get them used to it before you go in short bursts and then building up how long they're wearing it over time. Now, the last point about our excursions for our fur babies. If this is your first vacation of the season or their first vacation of the season, chances are they've spent the time leading up to this just like you have being a couch potato. So they might not be in the best shape to go on those hikes with you or go on those adventures with you. You want to make sure their body is getting used to moving and doing these activities that they're going to be doing. Just like before, start gradually and build it up. Build up that familiarity of moving. If you're going to be taking them on a hike, start with small walks and build up to longer ones. If you're going to take them on the beach, you know how much harder it is to walk on sand or run on sand than it is to run on solid ground? Same thing for our fur kids. So if you're going to be taking them to a beach and they're not used to being on sand, Get them used to it. Maybe see if there's a sand volleyball court in your community. Maybe see if there's a park that's got a sandy spot that you can take them and get them used to walking on it. Why is this so important that they get used to moving? Like how they're going to be moving on vacation, on those adventures? It's because if they're not used to it, they can very easily injure themselves. And now that fabulous, wonderful fur kid vacation is ending up with them sore and heartened and having anything but fun. And that's not what we want. We want to prevent those physical, mental, and emotional stresses, whether they're coming with us or they're staying behind at the border or at home with a pet sitter. So as you start, to plan your vacation, start to plan how you're going to build up what it is that they need to be doing while you're on vacation so that they have the best time possible. If they need some assistance, especially in the getting moving part, whether they're coming with you or they're staying home and they're going to be tearing it up, throwing a raging party without you, zooming across the living room to greet the pet sitter or having a blast at the borders. We want to make sure that their bodies are doing their very best. So reach out to me. Let's do a no charge consult to see if they need some general chiropractic care 
to stay at their very best, whether that's with me or with someone else. I might not be in your area. I'll at least be able to let you know whether chiropractic care is something you should be looking into right now. And if it's not, I'll let you know what you should be looking into. You're going to leave that call with at least one tip, tool, or technique that you can use right now to help your fur baby have the best vacation possible. Here's how to have that consult. Reach out to me at 636-751-3150. Leave me a voicemail or a text message and let me know you want that consult for your fur baby so that they can have the very best vacation possible. I look forward to chatting with you and learning more about what your vacation plans are for you and your fur baby. And I hope you have the best time, human and fur kid alike. So what do you most need to know right now to help you or your pets live a life unleashed? Send your questions and suggestions for topics you'd love to learn about to dr.vicky at completewellnesscc.com or follow the link in the show notes. It's time to break free from what's holding you and your pets back and live a life unleashed.